The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. I think we have a new face to replace LeBron James on the billboard of Cleveland, folks. I think we have it. I think we know who it is. I know it's early, but boy, oh boy. Legit right now, Cleveland fans are cheering this man's name every time he touches the ball, and they're screaming, MVP, MVP. We are talking Donovan Mitchell because, damn, if he keeps playing like this, everyone's going to be talking about Donovan Mitchell for MVP. Just remember, on this podcast, we said it first. And you know what? I think if Cleveland keeps winning, I think if they sit atop the East, I think Donovan Mitchell does win MVP. I don't know what the odds are right now, but I tell you what, it might be worth a sprinkle. It might be worth a little pepperoni money, as they say. Think about that. Rookie of the year stolen from him, from Ben Simmons, to MVP. I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Because, and I think this is probably one of the worst things about Donovan. I mean, there's a lot of bad things about Donovan Mitchell going to Utah. Like, for him, there's a lot of bad things. Like The fan base is terrible. Like they're very YT. They're low-key-ist in every way. You know what I mean? Not a lot to do. They don't even allow coffee shops in most of that place. He went from New York to Louisville, Kentucky to Utah. Could there be more of a juxtaposition? I digress. But on top of playing for Utah, he's also got to play with Rudy Gobert. And Rudy Gobert, we don't know. We don't know how these two are meshing together. Is Donovan Mitchell worse? Or is Donovan Mitchell better with Rudy Gobert? I don't know. He's a dynamic two-guard. And we now see that dynamic two-guards like Anthony Edwards are saying very shady things about what it's like to play with Rudy Gobert already, six games in the season, saying, hey, I, I actually like smaller lineups. It's better for me when this motherfucker's not here. As an aside to the aside, 
Turns out Tim Connolly, new GM of the Minnesota Timberwolves, told absolutely no one, consulted absolutely no one within the organization on the player side about bringing in Rudy Gobert, did not ask for any gold stars, did not ask for any approval. Or, hey, do you have any thoughts on this matter, Ant Edwards? Dicey. His numbers are down. But we couldn't tell Donovan Mitchell for years what he was. Would he be better? Or would he be worse without Rudy? You have a team now full of players. At that point, actually, at, at that point, they didn't make sense together, right? And Donovan Mitchell is averaging 26, 4, and 5. And you're saying, is he going to excel or is he going to decline? He goes to the Cavs and you're like, man, there's a lot of young guys that need the ball on that team. You've got Darius Garland. He's going to have the rock. You've got Jared Allen. He's going to need the rock. Evan Mobley, Karis LeVert's a bucket. You, all these guys are going to demand the ball. What is Donovan Mitchell going to do? It's not like he's been this assist monster. But you know what? Shockingly, surprisingly, happily, I'm very happy because I like Donovan Mitchell as a person. He's, he's really fucking good. Like, much better than we even knew. He's, he was held back in Utah. Let me just say that very clearly. Donovan Mitchell was held back on the Jazz. Not just from a scoring perspective, but in every facet of the game as well. We know that Donovan Mitchell is really good. He's been really good for a long time. Been an all-star for a long time. But now, he's on a whole nother level. He's on another planet right now. And he could probably, just like Jaw last year, be in the conversation for most improved player. But that's kind of shady. I think when you're a star, winning most improved player is shady. He's improved in every area, though. Career highs in everything from points to steals to rebounds to assists. Let's look what's happening. His scoring, specifically from deep range, has jumped like crazy. From 35 to 45% from last year to this year. He's already hit, in six games, 25 threes. What the fuck is that? Including eight in one game. What is that? What is that? He's a shooting guard, as we know, but now that Darius Garland has been out, he's been playing part point guard at, with ease at an elite level. His career numbers for assists is like four or five. What? What is he averaging now? Checks no seven and a half. Seven and a half. And they're not just like swing, swing, drive, kick to a corner shooter. These are legit fucking dimes. These are bounce passes through a passing lane between defenders, threading the needle, lay. And... On top of that, because I've killed him on this, Don Mitchell's playing some defense now. All of a sudden, he leaves Utah, he's playing some defense. He has 10 steals in six games. 10. Count them. 10 steals. He had two blocks against the Knicks. Two blocks. Oh, my God. In Utah, his defensive rating was 112, which is abysmal. This year, 105. Drew Holiday's probably the best on-ball defender for, for a guard. His is 101. So, like, not that far off, truthfully. Very big difference between 112 and 105. His points per game, like I said, is up despite being on a better team. I don't understand it. He's averaging almost 33 points per game, which is the fourth best in the NBA. And his career numbers are at 24. The dude is just out of his mind right now. 193 points total in six games. How does that happen? How is it possible? Then you add in, he has 44 assists during that time. He's recorded 10 steals, hit 25 three-pointers, and most importantly, the Cavs are 5-1? and one? 
That's king shit right there. That's MVP. Put my face and my body on a billboard next to the queue and add some chalk in the air dust like LeBron James kind of shit. And if he keeps this up, people are going to be replacing LeBron jerseys with Donovan Mitchell ones because he's only 26 years old and his ceiling apparently can get much, much higher. We got to move on because the only other guard right now this is crazy. You look at the numbers. It's crazy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The only other guard right now that's on, and Jaw's great. I love Jaw. Jaw's playing great. So I'm not going to shade Jaw, and he's up there in stats as well. So don't get in my mentions and be like, you didn't mention Jaw. But the only other surprising jump besides Donovan Mitchell, is Luka Doncic. I knew he was playing well. I've watched the games, obviously. You see him putting up numbers. You see him giving people the business. But then you look at the stats, and you're like, that's not, it can't be right. That cannot be right. If he does this continuously for the rest of the year, and we'll get into what will happen to the Mavs if he does because it's not good. But if he does this for the rest of the year and keeps this up, He will have the best numbers in history we've ever seen from a guard, and that is including Michael James Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Jeffrey Jordan is Jeffrey. It's not close either. Luca, you might not even realize it, is averaging 37, 37, 10, and 9. That would be the best statistical season in the history of guard play. James Harden at one point averaged 36, 7, and 8 in 2019. In Jordan's career, he never averaged 10 rebounds a game. Never. Like, this is Michael Jordan level and above type shit. Who the fuck, what the fuck is Luka? What's going on? What is he doing? His worst statistical game this year? was 31, 16, and 10. Let me just say that again. Luca's worst statistical game this year is 31, 16, and 10 against Oklahoma City. He has scored over 31 in every single game with a high of 44 points. He had 30 points in the first half against Magic the other night. Oh, yeah, and he's doing it shooting 21% from three when he shoots 35% for his career from three. He could legit be scoring 40 points per game by now. That is so insane. That's like only as shocking this year as Giannis from like a total player perspective and then only as shocking from a guard perspective as Donovan Mitchell. I I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And as good as Luka has been, the problem is really just that. Other teams don't care. Other teams don't actually mind. Other teams would prefer that Luka goes crazy because as long as other Mavericks don't do anything, this Mavericks team is going to lose a lot of games. This makes for a very simple defense when it's just like 
let Luka go off, and we'll just guard everybody else. And the issue is, is quite simply JaVale McGee, unfortunately. hate to say it. JaVale McGee is getting starting minutes, and JaVale McGee's not very good right now. He's the starting center on a team with two other centers that are much, much better. I want to say that JaVale McGee has a negative 35 so far this year when he's on the floor in every single game combined. Christian Wood, JaVale McGee, Dwight Powell, all three centers, right? The team has the highest plus-minus with Powell, second highest with Wood, and behind them, the team is committed to a negative plus-minus guy, JaVale McGee. He stinks. He stinks right now. I hate to say it. I love JaVale McGee. Good player. Really fun guy. Nice guy. He stinks right now. He's terrible. You have Christian Wood right there. Christian Wood at one point had 16 points in a row, and Jason Kidd put him on the bench. I do not know what's going on. I am not sure. Wood is balling. His per 36, Christian Wood, 23-11-1. But he's getting 25 minutes per game with the second unit. He's not out there in the fourth quarter either. He's not closing games. I don't care. If you, if you don't start, but you're closing games, you're kind of a starter. You know what I mean? They, they are now, the Mavs are now one of only a handful of teams right now to blow a 16-point or greater lead with under four minutes to go against OKC. And in game Wood, game one, when Christian Wood, like I said, had 16 straight points against the Suns in the second half, kid just took him out and never played again. Why? Well, how, Sway? How? And then they asked Jason Kidd, how committed to you, how committed are you to continuing to start JaVale McGee? How, how strong is your commitment to him? And he said, extremely strong. And I said, you're going to lose a lot of games like that. So you can all love, and I'm going to love watching Luka ball out. He can put up video game numbers this year. But if he does, Mavericks fans need to be very scared. That's so bad. He had 30 in the first half against Orlando, and the game was tied at halftime. So if he has to score 40 every night, folks, Dallas just might be a play-in team. And that is a scary, scary thought.